I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. I feel them three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. So welcome to the Gold Getter Podcast with Jay Black. I'm telling you right now, this episode right here, this episode right here, this episode right here. Extra personal, extra personal. This guy just sitting next to me, you know, him coming in, speaking. Instant, instantly. Inspired, inspired. But you'll understand why in a second. So welcome to the Gold Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Gold Getter, what's a Gold Getter? Glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. So all I'm saying is, with the right mindset, you can go to the top. Now, I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind, and it takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a goal-getter. I'm a goal-getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. But let me break it down even further because I want you to fully understand who you are. See, a goal-getter grinds to greatness every day aims to be the best version of themselves every day, understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. So ready or not, it's about to go up. Now, I do want to start off by shouting out my mentoring program, Goal Getter Academy. With Goal Getter Academy, we focus on goal setting, mental health, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, community service, leadership development, so big shout out to my young kings and young queens of Go Get an Academy who has a big, big opportunity coming up. They're going to be in a movie called Workout Partners. So shout out to them and shout out to Brian Berry for giving us the opportunity. Also got to ask you this. Have you been doing the mental exercises? Now for the new viewers and listeners, mental exercises, what are you talking about? Well, as y'all all know, we live in a very cold, dark world and people are quick to tell you what you can't do. So this is a very great way to start your day. Because I believe you're the first person that should speak life into yourself. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I'll share a few of mine with you. Be the change that you will see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. Now you can have more than three, but at least three. This is when you first wake up. Now from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we have a problem. But while you're in the restroom, look at that person you see in the mirror. And I need positive affirmations. Tell that person, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. Now I've got to get into my guest. So my guy, William Huddleston, he said he's going by Willie. I can call him Willie. So my guy, Willie, right? 32 years old, autism. Growing up, he was told by bullies and people that he would never amount to anything. Today, you know, he's a full-time DSP for two different companies. Clients range from clients with MRDD and other disabilities also, race car driver, and want to hop into some other things. But this interview right here is personal because I have two, my two youngest kids, um, Journey Love and Jamar Jr., they're actually 
uh, both have autism. And right now they're nonverbal. So you press the rewind button. Last year, uh, Willie was working for a, a towing company. And he came out. I know we got a subject, but he just talking everything like that. Then uh, he told me he had autism. I'm like, whoa, that changed everything. Because from a doctor's perspective, they tell us this in the um, occupational therapy. They say there's a big chance that they may never talk. Right, they're both nonverbal, nine and five. So to hear him talking and the conversation, I was like, wow, this is just so inspirational. Him walking in the day, just having a, what up, Jay Black? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, we're going to get into him and let him tell his story. But starting off, Willie, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? I'm so glad to be here. Now, mind you, I took my time out of my busy schedule to come hang out with my dude, Jay Black. But tonight, y'all better tune in at the Barber to the Speedway because the Watermelon Crawl is going to be out there. We just spent all morning getting the parts together, and it's about to be good. Ooh, wait, ooh, wait. So I'm telling you right now, you're here right now. I'm fripping. I'm, I'm excited. I feel the three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. So let's press the rewind button. So when did um, you actually find out that you had um, autism? So growing up, in elementary school, you know, I had ADD, ADHD, you know, I had learning disabilities, trouble reading, trouble writing, stuff like that. I was being bullied, you know, because my weight, because I've always been overweight. Um, doctors were pushing medication, you know, stuff like that, like Ritalin, Trilepto, Concerta and all that for, you know, I had depression, you know, bipolar, all that. Um, I was always in denial uh, you know, from middle school to elementary, elementary school to middle school, I was in denial that I had it. Like it was about high school time that I realized, you know, I do have it, that we need to do something about it. Still, um, growing up in a rural county down in Southern West Virginia, everybody knows you, everybody knows you have problems, whatever. Um, in middle school, I was picked on enough to where I would get in so many fights, you know, it was troublesome youth. I got put into the state's care. Uh, spent two years in the States care bouncing from group home to group home to group home because of truancy. It wasn't until I was moved to a facility down in Cambridge, Ohio, which is no longer working, but it was Pomegranate Health Systems. And actually on one of the outings at Stop Nine Baptist Church, which is still out there, which I give credit to them. You know, it's when I started realizing, you know, this is what I, I need to change my life. This I don't want to be in a group home, don't want to be in the system. So I changed my life, you know, got to give credit to God, you know, because, definitely, definitely. you know, he's done a lot in my life. And then once I got out of the group home and was starting high school, yeah, I had some problems in high school, but I joined the local football team, had fun. You know, I was all about helping and, you know, I got the help I needed. I still, there's times where I don't tell everybody that I have it because, you know, I don't really show the signs because I've learned to cope with it. Right. But I mean, there's certain things. There's certain things that I do in a repetitive motion. Like when I'm washing dishes, I have to do it a certain way or I'll start freaking out. Right. You know, I have to I have to make sure the water is a certain temperature. The soap's just right. You know, if there's. Okay. Two and I want to pause right there because that's right there. Just now you saying that I'm thinking about my kids and certain things is very detailed. It has to be a certain type of way every single time where they do. They do lose it. So did your, was it your parent that recognized you younger that you had autism or was it school? It was kind of both. My mom, who's been a really good supporter in my life, you know, mm -hmm. give credit where credit is due. She's right. been through a lot, you know, 
dealing with my issues and everything. But I, you know, I love my mom. We, I don't really call her mom, you know, because that's that's my man, that's my mom. But everybody calls her sunshine, you know, because she's everybody's bright and star. Okay, that's you know, and it's just she realized we went and got the help. You know, there was some disability issues, you know, especially with, you know rerouting your life in the third grade here in Akron, Ohio, to move down to West Virginia with mom and her boyfriend so her boyfriend can take the new job in Charleston and everything, which was fun. Uh, it's just there's certain things that stick with you, and right. there's certain things. And she's, no matter what, I mean, she's always been there for me. Right. And, you know, she's always supported no matter what I did. I called her. We were going to take the car down to West Virginia Motor Speedway in two weeks, but the car's having mechanical issues, so we're not. But she was excited that I got invited down there. Mm. You know, so instead of going down there, we're actually going to be racing Goods Raceway in Deerfield, Ohio, which is straight down 224, 225. You know, when I called her and said, you know, I wrecked the car because I wrecked the car a couple weeks back, which was the Cavalier. Right. I bought a new car. You're going to love it. The watermelon crawl, as the, as your fans and viewers see, you know, it's red and green like a giant watermelon. So you're already talking about it, so we're going to go there and then we're going to come back. So race car driving, where did that come from? Uh, I'm a third generation race car driver out of oh. the Barberton Speedway. Okay. Uh, it started with my grandfather when Barberton was dirt with the triple zeros. Mm -hmm. And then in the 80s and 90s, it was my dad who ran double zeros. Mm. And I run the number 78 because that was my football number. Okay. But, I mean, it's it's fun. Like I said, anytime we strap in and strap down, we could get hurt. When I got into that accident a couple of weeks back before I got sick, you know, I was going into turn three and four. A car in front of us, three cars in front of us blew an engine, so it put oil on the track, and the track was a little wet anyways, and it was just like sliding on a sheet of ice, mm. you know. And I went into the wall. The car behind me checked up, couldn't, you, you know, I hit hard. The adrenaline, I was able to get out of the car, rode the tow truck back to the pits, and then I collapsed. You know, they had to take me to the hospital by an ambulance. But, I mean, it's the chance we take. Uh, a couple weeks back, we lost a driver down in Midville, which is our track down in southern Ohio. Mm. Uh, God, Godspeed the number 14, Doug, man. He was one of my mentors at the racetrack, passed away doing what he loves. Right. So we could take that chance any day. It's like, you know, we don't know when our time is up. Only the good Lord knows. Right. I could walk out these doors right now and somebody could pass away in front of us. You never know. Right. When it's our time, it's our time. And you just, you just dropped a serious jewel. I got to press the rewind buttons. I want y'all to catch it, right? So he uh, he said he talked about doing something you love. The guy, he passed away doing something that he loved, you know? And the prior episode, I was telling you about that. I was saying that you know, growth is painful. Giving up is painful. Choose your pain wisely. But a very small percentage of the world get, get a, actually a true piece of happiness as far as living a life they love, doing things they love to do, make a living doing that, something you love to do. So I think that's that's a blessing that you're able to do that. And something in your bio you talked about that you enjoy giving back to the community. And right now you have a full-time job with two different companies. So explain to us the, the positions you have. So... Um, I work for two different companies, but I also technically work for three different companies. Mm -hmm. So I work for Akron Cares, uh, which is a company through Stray Dog Cafe and Food Carts, mm -hmm. which is as a direct service provider. I have two clients that I take care of. One's in a wheelchair full-time, one's ambulatory. Um, 
I cook meals for them. I take them on outings. Um, and we just have fun. A DSP, which we just celebrated last week, was Direct Service Provider Week. We don't call them home health aides, and we don't call them, they're not our clients. I go into these guys' homes, um, and I help them do their everyday life. Like, he's got an outside catheter. If that comes off, I have to change that for him. I help him shower every every week, make sure his meals are provided, take him to the gym. One of his biggest things is, you know, I'm starting to work out. I told you that. Right. He likes going to the powerhouse gym down in Canton. And I love it. The atmosphere there, there's people that's there to help him. And they don't care. And this is one of the things. We went to Planet Fitness a couple weeks ago in Talmadge. And they judged him. Like there was people judging him for just going in there and wanting to look at the facility. Right. Like, how does that make you feel? I'm 32 years old. I don't know how old you are. How old are you? Just turned 39. Just turned 39. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how would that make you feel? You know, you set goals. You help a lot of people out. I mean, does that not make you feel depressed when someone judges somebody that wants to better themselves? That's like telling a fat man on a treadmill, 400 pound man, laughing at him for walking on the treadmill. I'm 300 and, uh, 25 pounds right now. I told you before we started that I want to set goals to lose weight. My goal is I want to do 20 push-ups before December, before Christmas. And he definitely going to do that because he got the goal get on the team right now. So he's making that happen. Success is the only option. But some that, and I want to encourage people, right, to use negative energy, turn it into a positive, right? So that right there. Unfortunately, like I said earlier, we live in a, a very cold, dark world, right? People are quick to tell you what you can't do. But you look at the word can't. Take the T off, it says can. You look at the word impossible, it says I'm possible. So when you when you get around people that are evil like that, what we're gonna do is put them thoughts or that energy into an extra mile bucket, right? So when you're working, you're working on your fitness journey, right? So when you get tired, oh, they thought they were stopping something, they was talking down, okay, I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna use that energy. I'm gonna do 50 more, 50 more um, push-ups. Burpees. Or 50 more burpees, you know? Or whatever it is, I'm gonna read another chapter. You know, I'm going to get an A in this class. They told me I can't do it, you know, but unfortunately, it's the type of world we live in, you know, and people are, are not happy with themselves and they see somebody that is happy when they try to steal their joy or people just are hateful and evil. And you said coming up, you dealt with bullies, people telling you that you are amount to nothing. So I want <coughs> you to speak on that because with me, of course, that right there, when I read that, I'm, I'm taking extra personal because I have two kids with autism and that happens even with kids this period. You know, in school. So, but it's more sensitive because with autism, because of nonverbal. And um, can you speak on that and how it really affected you at that time? Yeah, um, I can speak on that. Also, um, I love the fact that you're open with your because me and you talked about that. Right. Now, um, I actually have one child, uh, my five year old Finley Allen, which is autistic. Today, on the way here, he had a little bit of a meltdown because we couldn't stop at McDonald's because we were running. Man. God. Hey, McDonald's, <laughs> hey, that's real. McDonald's, Journey loves. She don't play no game. Both of them, but yeah, Journey really. And they don't play by that McDonald's. <laughs> but, you know, being a father of one autistic child and now my youngest son, Liam, has to go get tested for it. And I'm okay with that because, you know, their dad has it. If they have it, I ain't going to let anybody put my kids down. You know, I struggle as a father sometimes. But growing up and being bullied, 
like once I got into high school, yes, I was bullied a little bit too. But you know, when I joined the sports team, you know, they kind of back off because you kind of got everybody there. Right. You know, there was down in West Virginia, it was the junior high and the high school together. It's not like up here where you have junior high and high school. Down at our school, down at Van Junior Senior High School in Van, West Virginia, we only had like 180 to 200 kids in the whole school. And that was between 6 to 12. Mm -hmm. The seniors would mentor the 6th graders coming in. So I got a chance as a senior to help mentor some kids. Right. And, you know, I noticed that there was a kid in this one class. He wasn't being mentored because he refused to. But I found out later on in the year it was because he was being bullied. So we went and we asked the school if we could do a, not me, but the seniors asked if we could do a like anti-bullying thing. So for a whole week, we did an anti-bullying week. And now that still plays on because there's a lot of schools down there now that do anti-bullying. Right. You see it up here. For instance, um, lock three. You know, we down there all the time with the food carts every Friday, you know, because we got the food truck out. I see people bullying people down at lock three and it upsets me. You know what I mean? Just the other day, there was somebody that was being belligerent that was bullying somebody else. And we said something. Right. It's not your business. Don't step into it. It is my business. I'm going to make it my business if you're bullying somebody. There's a difference between playing around and then there's a difference between straight bullying. You know, right. so growing up and being bullied and seeing it now from my perspective, if I could go back to the sixth grade when I started getting bullied really bad at Madison Middle School down in Madison, West Virginia, if I could go back and change it, I would change it to where I could lose a little bit more weight and be myself. But then that's not what I would have wanted to do because that didn't make my character today. Right. You know, I wouldn't be the person I wouldn't be today if it weren't for being bullied. And I don't let that affect me. Right. And I think that's powerful what you're saying, because everything you've been through, it makes you who you are. You know, and that's very, very true. Very true. And I'm going to tell you again, you guys, this interview, like just listening to him talk, you understand as far as with, I know my wife's probably tuning in. Um, Hi, Miss Blackman. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, it's a deeper appreciation. It's very inspirational uh, for us, you know, just because we have a total of four kids. But the, um, when you have two that's not verbal and you're just waiting for them words to come, and then you actually see someone that has the same thing, and every case is different, and see them, you see them just conversating. And I'm just listening to how he talks and um, the words he's using, you know. It's just very, very inspirational. Um, so I want to know some, some principles that you live by. Well, one of the ones that I live by is my motto that I've had since high school, which I told you when it is end guns. It's never give up, never surrender. You know, being in high school, in my sophomore year, I was pushing 300 pounds. I'm 325 right now. I'm not proud of it. But I would throw my little JYC or my little JNC uh, headset in with the little AAA battery mm -hmm. when we would go down to the track in gym class. And I just, you know, we'd. They'd make us walk the track or run the track. You know, I got it to myself. You know, we all going to walk. We got to walk a mile, which is four laps. I'm going to go up every one of these bleacher stairs on every lap. And I just started doing that. And that yeah. gave me more physical endurance, which was great. But another model that I live by is just always be yourself. Mm. I could be out in public oh. shopping and just 
be myself. I like talking to people. If I'm out and about, you know, one of my other clients that I take care of, you know, every Wednesday I take him out on his outings. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're a talker. You're really sociable. You like, I said, that's me, but that's kind of like the autism in me too. You know, there's a couple forms of autism. I have a mild form with this Asperger's. Um, the, your guests and everybody, if they want to look into it, they can look into it. Mm -hmm. But I've learned in my 32 years of life to try to help get over it. There's certain things that I still can't do. Right. I, I unfortunately have a public restroom phobia from all this. You know, there's certain things like I have to, you know, do certain things. I have to wash my hands like three different times when I go, you know, it's certain things. Right, right. Like I sanitize my, you see how dry my hands are and how white they are. But that's because I wash and I sanitize, you know, there's, I got to fold my clothes the right way. If I don't fold my clothes the right way, I don't feel right. Right, right. You know? I think that attention to detail, it's like, no, when I'm noticing just with them, it's just like routine, routine. It's a certain routine that has to be that every single time or it's, or it's a problem. You ever pay attention how your oldest uh, son puts his socks and shoes on? The one that's nonverbal? They're, they're both nonverbal. Okay, are they? Not, yeah, my yeah, daughter. Do you ever pay attention how they put their socks and shoes on? Yeah. You, do you see a repetitive motion with that, how they, certain things like their socks and shoes, or if they're putting their toys away, you ever notice that they put their toys away a, a same way or a different way every time? So I was just saying. Yeah, that's that's one of the things with the autism thing. You know, and mm -hmm. don't ever let anybody tell you, and this is to everybody watching and everybody that's going to watch this video. I'm 32 years old. I work as a DSP for two different companies and I drive a race car, but don't ever let anybody tell you that you'll never amount to anything. Because if you look at me, I just survived COVID. I spent eight days in the hospital. Look at me. I'm racing a race car full time. I'm out here having fun, living my life. I got a wonderful woman that is helping me out with things. I've got wonderful, uh, my children's mothers have helped me out tremendously, their families. You know, I've got a wonderful church at Acker Bible Church that helps me out when I go, when I get a chance and I'm not working. Mm -hmm. And I have a wonderful staff that helps me out. Uh, shout out to Akron Cares and Growing Wings Adult Services in Barberton. That's what I wanted to get at too, my secondary job. We had to get my client up at four o'clock this morning to get him in his wheelchair, to get him down to downtown because my man Andre just ran the Akron Marathon in four hours with his race team in his wheelchair. Oh! And shout out. Top two! So right, you see right there, success is the only option. He's saying, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. I say it all the time. All it takes is you is making a decision. Make a decision to be the best version of yourself Then every single day. Amen. Be relentless. Be relentless. We go get us. We grind the greatness every day. Success is the only option. Awesome. So when success is the only option, no matter what happens, right, it's adapt, conquer, adapt, conquer. We're going to adapt and we're going to conquer because we're saying success is the only option. That's the winner's mindset. That's the winner's mindset. He's telling you right now. He's sharing the story. The bullies couldn't stop him. People saying he couldn't do this, couldn't stop him. And he's living his best life. You see the energy. If he was here, you would feel it. You see he's constantly smiling. That's my God. He's so passionate about race car driving. He said third generation. Third generation. Third place in points, too. 
Third place in the Trophy Stock Championship in points. Two other people in front of me. You know what? They're great. It's awesome. We have a great racing atmosphere out there. I give a shout out to Harmony Betts and Paul Magnum. Paul Magnum, the season championship at a young age. They both under 18. Ooh. And they out here racing, having fun every weekend. Oh, you know, great. we all have fun. It's a, don't ever let anybody stop you. Look, I'm about to start screaming like you. Hey, hey whatever, come out, come out. Talk up. to him, Willie. Don't let anybody stop you from your goals and your dreams. Because if I'm sitting right here with my man Jay Black right now talking about my story, what if somebody watching this video needed to hear this? Somebody that's down and out on their luck. Somebody that was told you'll never amount to anything. You'll never be anybody. Don't be that Debbie Downer. Get yourself up on that high horse, saddle that saddle or that motorcycle, and ride off into the sunset and go. Because that's what you got to do. You got to be a goal getter and you got to set your goals and be motivated. Woo woo! Hey, he talking. We got two ears and one mouth for a reason. I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all listening. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning into the Goal Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Before we wrap it up, you know, definitely they need to stay connected with you. So give them your social media information. All right. Follow me on Facebook, Akron Shrek. We in the process of getting the Instagram and everything back up. But follow me on Facebook. If you got any questions, you can hit my inbox. It might take me a day or two. But make sure if you're out there and about next year on Saturday nights, come out to the Barberton Speedway. Come see my car. I'll get a Sharpie marker and I'll let you sign the inside of it. You got anybody with autism? You got anybody that's fighting depression or battling anything? Come talk to me. I've been battling depression my whole life, but I'm starting to get it under control because I got goals to set and people to prove wrong because the only person I got to prove wrong is myself. I ain't got to do nothing for you if you putting me down. I ain't got to listen to you because the only person that can put myself down is me. I talk to him. If you talk about me. Talk to him, Willie. What's one of the hashtags you see me, bro? It's the only person that can stop you is you. Bottom line, no matter what nobody say, the question is, what do you say? What do you think about you? Every single day, I need y'all to start being relentless about your goals, about your life. I'm telling you, because you can live your best life. But the thing is, people are letting people live rent-free in their head, controlling their movements. Oh, because they said this, they said that. So what? They talked about Jesus. See, no, they're going to talk about you. And if you want to be successful, you might as well get used to it. People are going to talk. But I'm telling you right now, that talking can't stop your walk. It cannot stop it. Only you. Only you. Only you. Amen. So I feel the energy right now. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to end it like this. Before we do it, though, right? Because I got to ask you this question. It's the last question. What made you choose that name, Akron Shrek? Okay, so <laughs> you're going to laugh. Okay, I'm ready to laugh. I got a two and a half foot Shrek doll. Uh -huh. Stands about this tie. Right. That was given to me, and it rides on the back of my motorcycle. I zip tie it to the back of every one of my bikes. It's gone over 50,000 miles in 10 different states with me on the back of five different motorcycles. Wow. That's why I picked Shrek. That's my MC biker name in the MC world. You can ask any club here on the Akron scene. Oh, y'all know Shrek? Yeah, I know Shrek. Everybody knows Shrek. He's the most friendly biker. He's a big bear. No, I'm an ugly ogre, and I like onions. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's the reason? Oh, okay, okay. So... 
How long you been going by the track? So you, so I'm assuming you, so you seen it, that you just, so after you seen it, you initially was like, you know what, I'm Shrek. Tell that, me, tell me what happened. You know what? Um, a little girl uh, started pointing and said, "Mommy, that's Shrek. That's Shrek. That's Shrek." And I was like, you know what? I had that Shrek doll on the back of my bike. That's what I want to go by. It was either Trainwreck or Shrek, and I didn't want to go with Trainwreck anymore because that was my football name. Okay. So instead of wrecking trains, everybody taking pictures of the big Shrek going down the road on the back of a bike. Okay, okay, okay. All right, great, great. So we're going to end this with some positive affirmations. We've been giving the, the community, the world, some positive energy, and you've definitely been on fire today. So I want you to repeat after me, and let's do this. Okay. So we're going to say, we're going to say you. Not only I say I am great, we're going to say you. We're going to point to them. So let's point to them. You are great. You are great. You are a winner. You are a winner. Success. Success. Is. Is. The only. The only. The only. The only. The only. The only. Option. Option. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So I appreciate y'all tuning in to the Gold Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Before we wrap it up, I got to shout out my guy, ANCCEO, the man that wears many hats. This morning, he got back in town, 5 a.m., 5 a.m. He was still here at 11 a.m. to have your guys back. T-Vix, T-Vix, he has a show on Facebook. Um, T-Vix and Miss Dean, episodes over a million views. Been on tour with Master P, currently was on his in his house. Master P was holding his clothing, Trillionaire. If you ain't got the Trillionaire, make sure you grab the Trillionaire from the clothing to the shoes. And make sure you follow him on social media. But yes, that's my guy, world's greatest engineer. And make sure, make sure you go to jblackinspires.com. Grab you some gold getter here. You got the hats. We got the shirts. You even got the gold getter pillows. So make sure you grab you a gold getter pillow. So I want you thinking about your goals when you sleep. And now we got the newest edition. We even got the gold getter shoes. We got the gold getter shoes. So make sure you grab you some gold getter shoes. Those Definitely come, those come in 13 triple yeah. wide. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go in there and get them. I'm, I wear 13, so yeah. So yeah, make sure you go in there and grab you some gold get shoes. And um, one thing I want you to understand, understand, we keep saying this, we keep saying this. You, lock in on you. Do you, do you live your best life. Ignore the naysayers. That's what we on. And I want to appreciate my guy, Willie, just coming on today. He'll never understand how inspirational, how much this interview means to me because of my personal situation at home. So I encourage you to keep living your best life. And I know great things are gonna happen. You know, continue to happen. You're gonna inspire so much people by you running your race. And life, nothing's perfect, you know, but you're gonna keep running. And I'm looking forward to helping you uh, achieve your fitness goal. So stay tuned, because we're gonna, we're gonna show that too. We're gonna show the process of him achieving his goal. So his goal is 20 push-ups. 20 push-ups by Christmas, I got this. We gonna definitely make sure we achieve that and we gonna help him um, achieve his weight loss goal too. So, I love and believe in you, and always remember, always remember, always remember, only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get A Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.